Welcome to In Your Area. On today's episode, we feature reflections from several Alberta realtors as they navigated the unusual landscape that was the year 2020. We hear from Anne-Marie Lurie, area's chief economist, Christy Kruger, area chair, and several members who experienced the trials and tribulations over the past 12 months. Our guests today share their biggest lessons from 2020, how it has changed them as a realtor, and what they look forward to in the coming year. We hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Lurie, the Chief Economist at Area. So 2020 was, um, I think, a year that I don't think anybody will ever forget. I mean, we went through, um, you know, from an economist perspective, we haven't seen anything like this. We haven't gone through a pandemic and at least in in my lifetime, um, to see what that impact has been. So 2020 was, you know, I think when we started off in the year, the expectations were, you know, very grim. And then as the year progressed and, you know, the economy started to open, there was really quite a surprise, especially when when we think about what happened in the housing market. I mean, we went from, you know, a significant pullback in sales, um, prices falling, to a dramatic shift where all of a sudden things were starting to improve. We've had really strong sales growth in the later part of the year, um, followed up with you know some price gains and low inventories, inventories that were lower than what we had prior to the pandemic. So this has been really a big surprise on how the market has really shifted in the second half of the year compared to what the original expectations is. And in fact, for I think um, many economists, you know, including myself and, and a broader range, we've all been kind of scratching our heads a bit because, um, you know, we're looking at like some of the highest unemployment rates we've ever seen on record, yet our housing market is still doing, is, is doing well. So this is, um, I think when I think about, you know, how I, I look at this as we move forward into the next year, this has been creating a lot of uncertainty and it's really had to change the way that we think um, in terms of economists and, and how do we forecast going forward? I mean, this is just, it was a bit unexpected and it has raised a whole sort of issues that I don't even know where to start with that <laughs> um, in terms of, you know, what do we expect when we move forward as we get past this and things return to more of a normal. I think there's a lot of things that, you know, on top of all, when we look at some of the changes in the market, I mean, you know, now we're having a very low interest rate environment. And I think that has supported some of that demand growth. But I mean, it's it's been such a challenge for Alberta because we've gone through a really difficult five years prior to this pandemic. And I think, you know, as we went through it, I think the concern was, oh, could, do we need to get hit by anything else? Like we were finally starting to see some gains, but then all of a sudden we get, you know, hammered by a pandemic and shutdowns. Um, and the fact that we came out of this, you know, really in a better position that we started by the end of the year here, um, that really does say a lot about what our potential is moving forward. Now, as we look into next year, I think this is really where there does tend to be a lot of questions regarding, you know, yes, things are over. And, and there's a lot of positive signs now that, you know, if we get a vaccine, that should help things get back to normal a lot quicker. But the economic fallout will still weigh on, our, on us next year. I, I mean, we just can't get away from that. It's going to take some time for us to get back to more normal. And, and fundamentally, I think there are going to be, you know, some implications in the housing market because, that disconnect between the economic activity and what's happening in the housing market, they have to realign with fundamentals. So I think this is many things that we'll be watching for next year is will the housing market realign with what's happening in the rest of the economy? So 
those are some of those key things that we'll be looking for. And then the concern is, well, if they don't, so if the housing market continues to stay strong, that's where you start to get policymakers um, like the Bank of Canada getting very concerned about levels of consumer debt. So if, if it doesn't realign naturally, the concern is what policies will come into play to make sure that they realign. Um, so those are kind of the things that I'm looking for. So I think we did come out of the, the last part of this year in a much stronger position than was originally expected. Um, and that is a good news um, sort of story, especially for many people who have been active in this market. Um, moving forward, I still think there are a lot of challenges that we'll face. And, and I don't think necessarily 2021 is going to be it, we're not going to be through it quite in 2021. We might start to see this into the next year. Well, hello, this is um, Julio Flores. I am a realtor in Fort McMurray. Fort McMurray has been my home for the last uh, 25 years, and I've been doing real estate there for about 15 years. So glad to be here, having the opportunity to do this. And uh, I will start by saying that my big takeaway from the experiences in 2020 had been mainly the realization that anything and everything can change quickly and drastically. And uh, therefore, we just, I think we always just have to strive to make the best of the present time and, uh, and adapt. I don't think there is anything else that can be done. How has this changed me as a realtor? I think it really has provided me with the opportunity to have more time to reflect deeper on how I do my job and how the advice and guidance that I provide to my clients impacts their lives. So really an important thing to to reflect deeper on. Uh, it has also pushed me to do business on an even more of a more empathetic way. It has allowed me the time to question myself about how much I know how to handle uh, different and difficult situations and uh, and the opportunity to think about, uh, you know, how to do all those things uh, better. And what do I look forward to uh, real estate in 2021? I actually think I feel stronger. I feel that I have learned a lot over the last uh, year and I'm actually looking forward to an improved and better version of myself and, uh, and a better way of practicing and interacting both with the different people that I uh, interact with regularly and the different uh, circumstances and situations that we find in our business. Hello, Area Podcast listeners. My name is Jennifer Gilbert. I am an associate broker and manager of Coldwell Banker Cityside Realty in Lloydminster, Alberta slash Saskatchewan. I'm a duly licensed uh, associate broker, which probably a part of being duly licensed started me on this path of continuing to put educational tools in my toolbox with having to do continued education in both provinces. I know a lot of realtors would be, oh, continued education, but I actually enjoy it. And I've always uh, sought to find more opportunities for learning whether that be formal or informal, I guess I probably would have defaulted more to formal education pre-pandemic. Um, but that's been a really big learning curve this year is to take, take the opportunity for some of those informal learning environments as well. Something as simple as our podcasts or area web access, TED Talks, amazing opportunity for learning. 
the uh, the opportunity for online classes, which I've in, been engaging in with the leadership program through State Polytechnic. It's it's a different atmosphere. I would love to be in a classroom setting. I think most realtors are people, persons. Uh, they would much prefer to be in an environment of learning together. But the online learning availabilities are there and the opportunities are there if we choose to continue to put those tools in our toolboxes. I'd say the reason that I feel that education is so important in our industry, number one, is just self-awareness and increasing our value proposition. If you have the knowledge to not only have the information, but then the ability to act upon it and apply it into your practice, I feel that that gives you the opportunity to be more qualified, make more money, demonstrate your success, gaining a competitive edge, and just opportunity for a better lifestyle. Again, just taking the learning opportunity maybe isn't, you know, people will say knowledge is power. I feel that knowledge is potential power. We need the motivation and the ability to be able to apply it into our real life situations in order to continue to increase that value proposition. So that's when one of my biggest takeaways in my experiences of 2020 is to continue that value proposition of learning and putting those tools in my toolbox during a different time in our world. I've seen people have to be really resilient this year through the unknown. I think we're all more flexible than we think we are and that we've had to prove that this year. So I would just encourage everyone, you know, to continue to have compassion for each other and empathy and to also have that compassion and empathy for yourself and to know that, you know, there is tons of opportunity out there this year, whether you're, you know, you're dealing with committee work or subject matter experts, focus groups, or just those basic, you know, YouTube videos or TED Talks or a podcast. There, uh, there's opportunities to learn and apply, improving your social network and gaining confidence. Hey, everybody. Uh, Ryan Smith from CIR Realty. I've been a licensed agent now for about eight years. And one of the other rules that I play with in our industry is that I'm also uh, an educator with the Calgary Real Estate Board. And as we're kind of getting towards the end of 2020 here, uh, it's got me kind of thinking, obviously, this has been a really tough year for a lot of people for a number of different reasons, not only from a professional standpoint, but obviously a personal standpoint as well. You know, being obviously sequestered and sort of locked down at the beginning of the year came with its challenges, particularly for our industry. But as the year has gone on, I think everyone can agree it's been probably a lot better than everybody expected it would be in sort of March and April. And like I said, as we're getting closer to the end of the year, it's it's kind of got me just sort of thinking about how our industry has changed or evolved over the course of the year. And I think one of the things that I've found most inspiring as an agent is sort of the drive and determination that I see from my fellow agents to adapt and overcome the challenges that have been placed in front of us. And I realize you can say that about every industry and every business owner. People have had to look for creative ways to keep their business running, to keep themselves afloat. And again, I think our industry is in exactly the same boat. And that could be just simple things that we've done, you know, trying to keep our clients safe, trying to keep our, our friends safe and our family safe and ourselves safe. You know, when we're showing properties, whether that's wearing masks or sanitizing, these types of things, you know, during the initial stages of the lockdown, I think one of the sort of unique ways that agents tried to adapt and overcome was to have, 
you know, virtual open houses or virtual tours just to try to provide people a different mechanism to view a property without having to physically go into the property. As far as an educator standpoint is concerned, we've had to adapt and overcome as well. We no longer are running in-person classes. So the vast majority of what I do from an educational standpoint, we're doing through Zoom calls. And frankly, it's not my absolute favorite way to do it. But the reality is we're sort of all playing with the the hand that we've been dealt at this point in time and, and doing our absolute best to sort of make that work. What do I see for 2021? Well, that's a, you know, that's a bit of an up in the air challenge right now. I mean, as it stands today, there's been some early returns from a couple different drug companies that the vaccines that they've created are looking fairly favorable. Um, I guess in a perfect world, somehow, some way, all of this goes away and life goes back to normal. But I think failing that, or if it doesn't happen immediately, I have a lot of confidence in our industry and I have a lot of confidence within the individuals within this industry to continue to adapt and overcome. I think if 2020 has taught us anything, where we live and how we live and how we use our homes is maybe more important than it's ever been. And I don't see that changing in the near future. And again, that gives me hope for 2021 that us as an industry will continue to do everything we can to fulfill the needs of our client and um, you know help them through an extremely challenging time. My name is Frances. I'm the broker over at Urban Upgrade in New Infills. Uh, we're a boutique brokerage that specializes in inner city homes uh, and New Infill properties. Uh, in general, you know, 2020 really has been an interesting year, uh, full of a lot of up, ups and downs, uh, a lot of challenges that everyone has experienced. But you know, it's also been a great year. Uh, it's been a year that we've been able to focus on opportunities that we have, uh, focus on our family, focus on our loved ones, uh, and really just focusing on connecting with those around us, whether it be, you know, our colleagues or or our families or otherwise. You know, when the pandemic first hit, we really all got a reminder of just how fragile life can be uh, and how important human connection really is to our day-to-day survival. You know, there's been many lessons that we learned this year, but in general, 2021 us was a reminder on how important it is to be adaptable, both with respect to business as well as with respect to life in general. Being adaptable really is the secret to being happy long-term and being happy no matter the situation that you find yourself in. For us, the biggest tool that we sort of found helpful was, you know, to focus on things that we could do versus the things that we couldn't do. Uh, In other words, focusing on what you can do versus what you can't do. It's, it's really important to focus on the positive or the silver linings of a situation because no matter how bad things get or how, you know, dire circumstances seem to be, there's always opportunity, you know, even if that opportunity is solely just the opportunity for growth and for learning. After all, a positive attitude really is so important to be keeping sane. So, you know, some examples of how we, we took this and really applied it is, um, you know, with respect to business, open houses. So, you know, when first, uh, when the pandemic first hit, you know, we made the decision as a group to cancel open houses. And, you know, soon thereafter, uh, you know, we were mandated to stop doing open houses as an industry. You know, what we did as a group is we focused on, okay, well, what can we do instead of open houses? You know, we overhauled our marketing platform to be uh, providing a lot more of a virtual open house experience. We brought on virtual tours, virtual walkthroughs, floor plans for all of our listings. And one of our team was one of the first agents in Calgary to really embrace uh, doing virtual open houses and broadcasting them live over social media. And, you know, that's something that we we tried 
back in March and it looks like we might be trying again here very quickly moving forward. We, another example of adapting our businesses, we didn't feel comfortable prospecting the same way that we had been prospecting. The pandemic first hit right when we were entering our really busy spring market and we didn't feel it was appropriate to reach out to some people who maybe were really struggling or were having a tough time in the same capacity that we had been previously. So instead, we focused on what we could do and that was reaching out to people as people and seeing how were they handling the pandemic? How were they coping? Was there some way that we could assist? Was there some way that we could help them? Did they have questions that they wanted to talk about with respect to real estate or, you know, were they wanting to postpone things and see what happened? And we really just sort of focused on the, the human element and the human connection rather than the business side of things. And ultimately business comes um, from that. It's, it's really important to focus on uh, or remember, I should say, that all things are temporary. So when you're in a lockdown situation, it can feel like, you know, that may be something that stretches on forever, but everything does pass in time. And taking the opportunities that you have to redirect the time that you do have into something else can be really, really helpful for sort of long term success. It can be pretty frustrating and pretty lonely in real estate in general. You know, a lot of agents find that, you know, when they're being, when they're acting as a solo realtor, they find it sometimes challenging to, to get the guidance and get the mentorship that they need. And I think it's been really encouraging, not just within our group, but within the real estate community as a whole, just how adaptive a lot of people have been to moving towards human connection online. You know, a lot of realtors are supporting each other virtually, supporting each other through social media, um, and just sort of adapting some of that socialization that really is so key to our happiness. Outside the business sense, being adaptive is also super important for social interactions. So we all really sort of jumped all over Zoom as a society and for good reason, because it really allowed us the ability to connect with friends and family in another arena besides just face-to-face, which is what we had been so accustomed to prior to this pandemic. And I think that that's allowed for real opportunity for growth and learning for us in a business sense as well. In many respects, we've found that our our interactions with our clients were actually better served over Zoom than they were face-to-face by embracing some of the technology and some of the components that Zoom had to, you know, share screens and and walk clients through um, market evaluations and property comparables. We found that we were able to sometimes better communicate the message than we were previously in our our face-to-face, you know, market evaluations and listing appointments. So in some ways, you know, the pandemic has really amped up our learning and our has allowed us to embrace new technologies that even when the pandemic is over, we're probably still going to be using because they've really provided so much value both to us as well as to our clients. In general, focusing on the positives has really helped our group stay happy and stay productive rather than getting sort of bogged down by all the negativity that really happened at the beginning of the pandemic. And it allowed us to sort of get through the darker times and be more prepared and better prepared for the market when it did come back in the summer. And overall, all things do come around, be entering another slow time here again uh, with Calgary Real Estate, but we're likely to see that rebound just as we did this past summer into next year and into the spring market. So taking the next little while to refocus and regroup and take the time to learn or the time to grow uh, really will serve, you know, everybody better for business moving forward. 
My name is Tom Shearer. I'm the broker owner for Royal LePage Rialto Real Estate in Edmonton, Alberta. And uh, I'm here to talk to you today about my experiences from 2020. One of the big takeaways that I, I learned this year is it's still important to stay in touch with people. A lot of times we rely on that interperson contact. So you're running into somebody somewhere and uh, you, you stay in touch with them by talking to them. And this year was one of the hardest years to do that because we just were naturally not around people as much as we are used to. So what I've learned and what I've heard from a lot of different people is that while we were asked to stay at home and not be out interacting with people as much as we're used to, what we had to do was figure out that different way to stay in connection in contact with the people that we're working with. So what I mean by that is when you uh, get out there and you go and meet a person for lunch or you have a coffee or you go to a networking event, you work the room, you can't do that anymore. So you have to be more proactive than ever, ever before in staying in touch with people. And to do that, you had to get online. You had to do the Zoom calls. You had to do the emails. You had to do the text messages. You had to really reach out to people and get get them engaged in ways that maybe were uncomfortable for a lot of people that are out there. I think a lot of customers, a lot of potential clients, they really want to de develop a personal connection with real estate agents before they even get out and meet with them. And I think the people who did a really good job of developing their persona, who they are, what their values are, and how they're going to interact with potential clients on social media, online, and, and having great websites that showed your value proposition so customers could get to know you before they actually met with you, uh, pushed people across the line more than it's ever before. And, and, um, and, and that personal connection that may not have happened by going and shaking a hand or having an in-person meeting in that trust building where you could just go and show 50 houses and, and build a relationship over that time. Now people want to only go look at five houses and they want to know you before they go and see those five houses. So you have to build that online somehow. I think one of the things that changed me this year is growing thick skin. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is uh, this year, probably more than ever, there is rejection or there's something that's like, I'm not going to work with you today, or I'm not comfortable going out and doing this meeting, or this thing can't happen. And uh, uh, you had to learn to cut people a lot of slack and be able to take the, the hits or the, the change of direction that people weren't comfortable moving with, and then being able to cut that person some slack and then work with them down the line. Because what happens is people say, not today, but then they're ready to work with you maybe three weeks or four weeks or six months down the line. And to me, uh, when, when I think about this online engagement with people, they, they don't want to work with you today. They don't want to work with you tomorrow. They want to build that rapport and that relationship so that they can work with you uh, down the line. And so uh, when, when I get that rejection today and say, I don't want to work with you today, I know that it's going to come down the line. Some things that I really look forward to after talking about all those things that uh, being able to connect with people online, what I'm looking forward to most in 2021 is being able to get together with people again. And uh, being able to have those casual meetings, being able to, to shake a hand, give a person a hug, and, uh, and have a drink with them. <laughs> I think that is the, the thing I look most forward to is, uh, is being able to meet people in person in 2021. And I know it's coming soon. Uh, it's going to feel like it's going to take forever, but then all of a sudden we're going to be with people again and it's going to be great. Hello, this is Christy Krueger, your 2020 Alberta Real Estate Association Board of Directors Chair. What a year 2020 has been. 
I think one of the strengths of our realtor members is the ability to adapt to change, and 2020 has been a year of many quick changes needed. Being deemed an essential service meant that members needed to be nimble and adapt to the running a successful business really quickly. Technology was probably something that became more useful than ever before, and probably video technology. I think one of the things that, you know, it sort of forced us to do was actually get in front of video, which is probably some tools that we'll use for years to come. I know, you know, prior to 2020, seeing myself on video always felt a little bit weird. And uh, not sure it's still not 100% weird, but it's definitely a little bit better than it was before. Some other changes that we made with online virtual open houses, we were able to Zoom clients to have either buyer meetings or listing presentation meetings. It was incredible to see our realtor members come together and help each other out. I know there were many chats, there were mentor groups put together. I'm incredibly proud to be part of this industry. And change can be difficult. It can keep us on our toes, but we can either adapt and change or struggle. And I feel like our community came together to ensure that we were all helping each other through that struggle. I'm incredibly proud of every single one of our members. The real estate industry as a whole is a membership that shines. And I think we proved that through the changes that we had to make through the global pandemic. Incredibly proud. I wish everybody nothing but happiness and success leading into and all throughout 2021. Thank you to everyone who shared their stories with us. And thanks to you, the listener, for continuing to support us. Please take a moment to complete our In Your Area podcast survey by going to www.albertarealtor.ca, click on Courses, In Your Area Podcast, and scroll to the bottom of any of the episode pages. Tell us what you think of the podcast and make suggestions for discussion topics in the new year. We hope you take care, and we look forward to seeing you the next time we are in your area.